All is fair in love war and challenges. I have, this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik, and I'm joined by Tyler, Becky, and Antonio, aka the Bananas Defender. Now, as you guys may have noticed, I didn't go over the Twitter names. We got another change up in the group. Tyler, why don't you let them know about it? Uh, rest in peace, Daily Jorder. Uh, after several, several years, I decided, and I am now Lord Louder. Lord Louder <laughs> at Lord Louder on Instagram oh, and Twitter. I'm pretty sure all 24 of your followers give a fuck. <laughs> I actually, words. I actually had one guy disappointed. I changed it. Oh, me. He's just another guy that supports Jorts. Oh, <laughs> oh, if somebody supports Jorts, then I mean only John Cena can support Jorts. Anybody else? No. <laughs> no, we're gr- great fucking farm. Didn't he pull his dick out on a reporter or something like that? I don't know. I give Brett Brett Favre one thing. He's the best quarterback to throw 20 picks every season. But moving on. All right. Oh. um, That's not the only change that we have going on in Love War Challenges. Something else happened. Somebody is finally legally able to be charged as an adult for all of this. Oh, God. Happy birthday, Antonio, a.k.a. The Bananas Defender. Thank you, thank you. I'm finally 21, so uh, give me fun. I mean, I've been doing the same thing the last five years, so uh, nothing's really, nothing's really gonna change. Except for you can use your actual ID this time. It's still gonna come in the mail yet, so I'm still waiting for it. Ah, uh, don't you get the paper ones? Yeah, but like, I can't go to a bar with a paper ID. They want the actual ID. Yeah, nobody in New York respects that shit. What you do for your birthday? Oh, I went out. Uh, but I'm doing stuff this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, going out to dinner, clubs, getting the whole uh, big 21 experience. Yeah, it's really cool for a weekend. What's your girlfriend get you for your birthday? I don't know. She's coming over tomorrow night, so it's going to be fun to see it. Antonio, got to stop lying, man. We all know you ain't got no girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you single uh... as fuck. You probably only fuck <laughs> on the side, and that's about it. Oh, Jesus. Oh my. I, I, I don't got money though. <laughs> Fact. Well, happy birthday, Antonio. And happy birthday to your gray sweatpants. Let's go ahead and kick off the show. So, episode <laughs> kicks off. Man, Team Cara. Notice we call it Team Cara. We don't got to call it Team Bananas or Team West no more. Team Cara, aka the Cara Cult, is sizing everybody up. Looks like they have the numbers. They had the numbers for a while. Yeah, but they have had the numbers. They have the numbers at this point. It's what they say goes. My alliance from the USA team is currently me, Jordan, Nani, Josh, Zach, and sometimes Leroy. We don't really know where he stands. And on the UK team, I have three friends. 
<laughs> Georgia, Theo, and Jenny. So we're not looking too good. Now, how did Jordan, Tori, and everybody else who's not on this side find themselves in this position? From what the only people that really got eliminated from Team US were Johnny, Laurel, Faith, and Wes. So, and those three of those four people were pretty much on Johnny's side and um, pretty much on Tori and Jordan's side. So, when you lose those big players, you lose the numbers. And that's what he, Cara, and Pauly, they're taking advantage of it. All right. Becky? I mean, I think that it is a lot of, you know, they got lucky, they strategized properly, and they really went after their big enemies first. So is nothing to look down on and definitely be proud of them for definitely stepping it up this season on taking pretty much this whole game over. I mean, it's complete luck because if Laura wins elimination, this season is completely different. That's not luck. That's following the rules, Antonio. Laurel didn't follow they the rules. Lucky. No, I'm not saying her her losing was I mean ninja winning was luck. I'm saying Kara and Polly and their alliance, they got lucky that Laura didn't come back from that house didn't come back to the house because if she did no matter what the elimination was this season will be 100 times different It'd be a complete 180 the fact that they were strong enough to step into that power position you got to give them credit for that credit where credit's due why wouldn't you take the numbers that's like stupid denying a whole 10-man alliance <laughs> yeah that's a fact you don't look a gift horse in the mouth take the numbers you keep it pushing but let's go ahead and move on to this daily challenge daily it's going to be called Great expectations. Great name. Great name. That was a great name. And half of the cast members of did not know what it meant. <laughs> yes. Have, yeah. We've seen how smart these guys are. Yeah. Today's challenge is called Great Expectations. As you guys can see, we are standing in this giant field right here, and there are 125 crates at one end and three sections of hanging relics on the other. To begin, you're gonna start on the far end of the field. When I say go, you will sprint as fast as you can to get those crates. Once you have all 125 crates, you're gonna to build towers tall enough to reach those relics. Now the first team to get all 12 relics and 125 crates past that finish line will win today's challenge. This is the halfway mark. You are one Woo! step closer to that million dollars. And believe me, you want to win today's challenge, guys, because the losing team is going to have to select one female. Oh, dang it. And one male. Because the next elimination round is a double elimination. Dang it. So I, I thought this elimination was really frustrating to watch. Um, team UK just, oh, man, for some reason, they never get their shit together. Um, I think that this was an elimination, even though they were down one person, I feel like this elimination, they could have won. And it just seems, it's, it's a little sad to see them so dejected all the time and so tired of losing. Like, it, is Team U, I mean, we all knew that Team US was going to be pretty dominant. Did any of you guys figure they was going to be this dominant? I mean, look at, I mean, look at Theo. He's super freaking tall. He, they could have totally just done a couple things and he could have reached up there just to grab them. I honestly don't know how they lost this, this daily. It was really tailored for them, even though I got to say that they, they did have an anchor with Esther, who was not a strong player. But I still can't believe that they lost 
this badly. They they had an anchor and they were down a player. Team Team UK were short one person from the beginning. So with an anchor, you're basically down two people. That's two people that can. That's a big difference, especially in um a day like this. But th- this season, I don't know. It's like just keep seeing Team US winning. It's like starting to bother me a little bit because like I'm getting bored just seeing the same people win and it's the same story over and over because it leads to the same tribunal with the same people fighting and I'm starting to get like a little bored and annoyed of it. So I'm like, honestly, I don't care who's on what team. I'm rooting for Team UK for the rest of the season. Hey, I definitely feel you on that. It was just like watching the Golden State Warriors or watching the Chicago Bulls. They win so much, you end up mm-hmm. fucking hating them for it. Tyler. Uh, th- this was a very... First of all, it was a very fun daily challenge. It was. It was was great because it had so many different aspects, so many different layers to it. Team UK was at a huge disadvantage because the rules stated you only could carry two crates at a time. You know, so every time they go to get crates, that's two less they're getting. They ended up only losing by one. By the time Team USA finished, they had 11 of those uh, relics laid down. So, I mean, if they had the same numbers, Team UK still could have won. After Team UK gets dusted, it's time to set up the tribunal, and everybody votes in Ashley. Ashley decides to bring in Cora and Pauly. I mean, I really thought Zach completely misread the game when he said that he felt that Ashley was pretty neutral. I was just <laughs> like, yeah, I was just like, are, are you not paying attention? Are you not watching the same show? Shit, you was there. How did you miss this? So he seemed to be caught off guard a little bit, but what do you make about what do you make of Ashley's tribunal choice to put in Team Cringe in there? I don't think he was caught off guard because if we look, if you look at the last big decision Ashley made, she voted Ninja into elimination. So, and Ninja's part of the whole Kara and Polly alliance. So, I mean, to think she's working both sides, I wouldn't say it's a ridiculous um, assumption, but it's definitely reasonable. But to put, just even trust Ashley in general, I wouldn't do it to begin with. But if that's a team, if that's a decision Team US made, then get the roll by it. All right, Becky. I mean, I think that this is very par for the course for Ashley. Do I think she's neutral? I think as long as it benefits her, she's neutral, and she's going to do what she needs to do, like everybody else has said, to protect herself. It's the smartest move. She also knows that the two biggest targets right now, because of people who do not like them, are Kara and Polly. So it's easy to use them to deflect anger and she could say that they forced her to do something. So I think that she was very intelligent in the way she did it. uh, And I give her props for that. Speaking of giving props, Esther knows that she's been playing like shit. She knows she's been kind of dragging down the team. And instead of having a big fight, she decides that she's going to put herself up for elimination. Uh, She wants to do the noble thing. She wants to prove to Team UK that she deserves to be here. She's willing to fight for her chance. I'm gonna be putting myself forward for the nominations tonight. All four girls are, uh, have more endurance than me. They're a lot stronger. You know, if you put yourself forward first, you just make it kumbaya, sweet, no stress, no issues, because I think it's now my time to prove myself. How does that make you guys feel? What are you guys' opinion about Esther putting herself up elimination becky in a sense of nobility i think that it was a great move that she wants to help her team out that she understands that she is the weakest link and she wants to prove herself on another side that's watched these challenges for years i'm like are you stupid 
what are you doing? You don't throw yourself into elimination unless you are forced to go into it. I get both sides. I kind of wish she didn't throw herself in because I think she was just an entertaining person to have around and she just gave a lot of heart. And I think she was a, an uplifting person to watch. Yeah, that's facts. I got a lot of love for Esther. I really hope we get to see her again, hopefully in better shape than she's already in. Bananas. Um, yeah, I had mixed feelings about it too. I'm like, yeah, you always want to stay away from elimination, but at the same time, it's nice to see someone step up. But I think mm. just because she's a rookie and she hasn't done much, I think I respect her more for volunteering just because like you always want to see that in a rookie because you just because you want you want them to prove themselves and they want to show that they belong here. I mean, if she didn't volunteer, would she probably been safe? Probably. But you have to think about it too. How much longer was she going to be on that team? So better off doing it now, cause less of a headache, show you, show you, you have a right to continue in this game. And then maybe you're not on the chopping block next time. Tyler. If I'm on team UK, I love it. Um, for a couple of reasons. One, it keeps me safe. And two, uh, it just kind of shows a camaraderie of the team. You know, it shows that they're, that she's trying to play a team game and understands that it's her fault. So she's going to make up for her, you know, her failure. If I'm anybody else outside of team UK, it's the dumbest thing to do. You never nominate yourself ever. Doesn't matter how good you are. Doesn't matter how confident you are. Eliminations as people have said in the past are risky. And I believe when you do anything, especially in a game, you should always follow the odds. And if you ever drop to 50% or lower, don't do it. Um, the only reason why Team US wanted Esther to stay is because she sucks. Sorry to say, but like she hasn't done anything competition-wise to, like, to be a threat. So if I'm Team US, I don't want her going into the nation. I want her to be that anchor on Team UK so I know I'm going to keep, keep winning competitions. I also have mixed feelings about this. As a rookie, I like it. Hey, I'm here to compete. I'm dragging the team down. I wanted to go in there, put myself, put myself out there, you know, to prove I'm about this. Playing the team game, that's really cool and all. But is, is there no nobility? Is there no more warriors out there? Is it, is it not cool out there to go out there and fight the fight to say, hey, I'm going to put the team on my back and I'm going to go in there and do what needs to be done? Um, when Jordan went down there, flipped all of the cards, was that not the ballsiest shit we've seen? Was that not ballsy when 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 um when Paulie looked down and said, "TJ, can I just go in and face Kyle?" Wouldn't have th wouldn't that have been fucking amazing? I mean, it's entertaining. It's all shit. I, I I don't think we should shit on people for wanting to go in there. If I was ever on the challenge, my stupid ass would probably be trying to be jumping <laughs> into every elimination as possible. Like what? I don't like them. I'm gonna go down there and fuck them Facts. up. Like, can we not respect the nobility in it? Is it a smart move? We hardly ever see this kind of move pay off positively. But with Esther, though, she didn't have a target going in, into the elimination because Jordan wanted to go against Bananas. Paulie wanted to go against Kyle. Who did Esther want to face? She didn't, she didn't care who she faced. She just wanted to go in and prove herself, which I respect more because she didn't care who the competition was. I do respect it in my heart, but in my mind, watching this game for so many years, we know how this plays out. You oh, never yeah. vote yourself in. Never vote yourself in. When there's a million dollars on the line, I am not voting myself into an elimination. You know what, though? But, but, but pride to fuck with you. 
Because you know what? If everybody was was always in the elimination, <laughs> if somebody said Malik, <laughs> is down there. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm going down there and I'm fucking something up. <laughs> somebody You're comes down there and says, is down there. I'm going to, hey, Malik, you gotta go against I'm going in there with a fucking barbed wire bat like I'm Negan from The Walking Dead. And I'm banging some fucking heads. Sometimes if you get the chance, you get the chance. I I really hope you bleep all their names out. I'm thinking about it. We'll see how that goes. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Yeah, you know, no, 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 of course, of course. Um, but I have no problem with letting people know that I would straight up put my brass knuckles on. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> well, for a million dollars, I think anybody would put that into it. What? For a million dollars? I do that shit for a pack of Newports and a 40. What are you talking about? <laughs> million dollars. I give oh, you five dollars. <laughs> you and Malik, me and your whole bro, let's go right now. Bananas, like we cool. Got a lot of love for you. Um, I would fucking demolish you. I got like a hundred pounds on you. Like I would choo choo train you. Come on, fam. I see. I seen you lifting the gym. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. I'll bust your whole shit. You got no type of muscle mass. I didn't post anything at the gym besides me boxing once. How much do you weigh? Yeah, exactly. You boxing once. Yeah, I seen that shit. Yeah, that shit was mad cute. You ever seen the cat videos? The little cat playing with the ball? That's what it looked like. All right, all right, all right. Listen, listen. I weigh 210. You see these hands? Get them on Facebook Marketplace. Free 99. Yeah. Did you hear him? He weighs 210. 210. 320. What up? It's all about getting low. Let me tell you something. Mm. You ever seen a 300-pound man look like this? I mean, well, I played tackle football with kids bigger oh, than me. Oh, oh, did you? So did I. We won two championships in the Rutgers Cup. No, I meant like last week, no pads or anything, just straight head-to-head that, contact. That sounds dumb. Well, I'm just saying, Bear almost beat Joss. Plus, I am a semi-professional fucker-upper. Hey, okay. like <laughs> my boy Derek says, it's not the size of the dog, it's the size of the bark. Listen, mm. man. Mm. Hey, Tyler, you're next. Derek, no, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing with Derek, real quick. Derek's never actually had to go into a straight hall brawl where it's straight through. If he went into a hall brawl with somebody that was bigger than him, he would probably lose in a straight hall brawl. He had to do that corner shit. Yeah, he did the corner one with Davis, who was barely bigger than him, and he's and he's faster. If 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 it has to do a turning, Derek's way faster. Didn't he knock off a bunch of people off like a plank when they were like? Yeah, he did. He knock off Big Easy. That was a challenge? good one. Yes, that was um, uh, uh the duel or the yeah. duel too. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. He tossed Big Big Easy. That was no hands though. Still. I I think I you still gotta give him credit. Still gotta give him credit. But let's go ahead and move on. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're right. trying to fight that you would win. Antonio, Jesus, I'm never going to be on your side again. That's it. $20 (laughs) on Malik. So Team U.S. has their plans. They want to save Esther 
and they put people's name on the board. Dee doesn't really take kindly to the idea. She thinks she can save Idris, but she feels Esther wants to go in. There's really nothing you can do against somebody who wants to go in. Yeah. Do you guys feel like it was disloyal for Dee to play the Team UK game over the Team US game? Or, or did she do the right thing or did she do the wrong thing? Was it a smart choice for her? I don't think we're going to need to spend too much time on this yeah. because Dee was 100% in the right to play her own game. She, I know she, I know she wanted to help out Team US because she knows that they'll help her out. But at the end of the day, I think she needed to play her own game. And it's unfair for people to be upset with her because Esther voted herself in. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right. It, it, although, like I said many times this season, although it's a team game, it's an individual game too. You can't make it to the final unless you play the game for yourself. If you're risking your own game, then you're then you're basically screwing yourself over. By D allowing Esther just to continue to volunteer herself in, why say no to that? Why risk your own team voting you in into elimination? Because you don't know that. Someone can easily turn on you because we've seen it with Kyle. He shook Rogan's or Josh's hand. And they, t- they turned on him. So who's to say that won't happen to D? So D is 100% right. Team U- Obviously, Team US is going to get mad at her because, you know, they want Esther to stay. But D doesn't think nothing wrong. So that's all I have to say about that. Tyler, how about you? I think she was in the wrong for attacking Ninja when all Ninja was trying to do was like, hey, if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen, just so you know. You know, which is fair. Like, if you're going to play your own game and it goes against somebody else's game, you have to be okay with the repercussions. I totally stand by what D did, but I also stand by everybody else getting mad at her because it didn't go with their game. I mean, T- Team UK, is they're losing for a reason because they're playing this game so poorly. They keep putting good players into elimination at risk to lose them, and then they get mad that they can't win daily challenges. I don't care what people think about Kyle or how they feel about him. He's above average at everything. There's hardly a challenge that he does that he can't be competent in. So I think it's a foolish move to get him out. Idris hasn't done anything this entire challenge. And for some reason, they're keeping him safe, but they're okay with Esther going away. I mean, Esther's a vote. Esther's a vote on their side, but she's dead weight. Idris is a vote on their side, but they're keeping him, but he's dead weight. I mean, he's Idris is more of an anchor than Esther was, in my opinion. I think that they're trying to do what Team US was trying to tell D to do. Use Idris for a later elimination because he's obviously going to, in their opinions, lose to one of them. So might as well keep him there for a more perilous time when you're, say, right about to go into the final. And you're the last in the elimination. You don't want to get sent home right before then because you're in a group of team of strong players. What people are also forgetting is that Kyle is the second most experienced player on Team UK. So he knows how to play this game better than anyone else on Team UK does. He's, he's, he's part of the first UK cast to come to the challenge. So he knows more than anyone else. You would want him around. And he's also into a final. But you can't trust him. Because he'll turn on you at the drop of a hat. He That's doesn't what have their the issue numbers is. to turn on you, though. But if he can find a way to do it, he will. Kyle, as much as I dislike him, he's extraordinarily intelligent, and he does know how to work 
people into his political needs. But honestly, this late in the game, you want to win. I, I, you don't want to keep having the same deliberation every week. You, you just want to, don't you just want to win once without it being thrown? Like, <laughs> come on. Like, that's, is that their only win this year? Or is when the, during that whole thing? Or was it, they went, did they win Yeah, again? that's their only win. Yeah, the like, one isn't, where isn't they that, threw the challenge. That's, that's like depressing as a viewer to see that. Like, your only win was when it was thrown. Like, come on. Well, did like, you have something to say, Tyler? Yeah, Tyler, go. Well, I mean, I don't know why we, like, all Challenge fans bash Kyle on saying he's not trustworthy. He's only going to do what he wants to do for his agenda. I mean, that's all Rogan's doing. I mean, Rogan is literally stringing along D and Idris just so he has votes. I mean, Thanks. I'm not going to say he is, but it appears he's afraid to go in elimination. He's putting numbers around him to protect himself. He's letting his best friend deflect and take bullets for him. He's letting all these weaker players stay around because he's worried about going into elimination. Now, it's smart to worry about elimination because as we keep saying, they're faulty. They're, you know, 50-50. But he's doing the same thing Kyle would be doing, you know, so we can't fault any challenger because every challenger is only going to look out for themselves and they're going to get anybody to do what they can to benefit their own game. I mean, at the end of the day, Kyle was put in and honestly, seeing the tribunal's face when Kyle got voted in was honestly the most it was the funniest thing I saw. Because they had no idea that that was going to happen. It really I think they blindsided them as much as they did Kyle. Because um, that's who they wanted to vote for. Like that's what that was probably in their mind, right? It was Kyle. No, I think honestly they were shocked that they were going to vote him in. Because the thing is, no, is Kara had an opportunity because they were going to Team US was going to vote for Kyle. Kara could have voted for Kyle. Kara didn't vote for Kyle. She was in the last tribunal. She voted for Johnny. So she could have, if that was something that they were going to do, that's something they could have done then. But I mean, at the end of the day, when you look at it. I think that they were shocked that this happened so quickly and that they did turn on Kyle. But what do you guys think about overall how they handled being in the tribunal, obviously, with Kyle being as salty as he is at the end of the day? Like, I thought it was funny the way uh, Kyle and Kara and Ashley and Polly interacted. I mean, considering he slept with two of them and his rivals with one of them, well, all three of them, um, I think it was pretty funny. Like, I think Kyle was like, he was just being real because he was like, he was like shocked. And like, that's what I like about like watching the show. Like you, sometimes you see people's real emotions come out and you can see like how hurt he was at that moment because he was going in there thinking it's Idris, don't worry about it. Because he said he shook hands with Josh that he was safe. So if I did that, I'm going to sit down pretty. I'm going to relax, sit back, and let, let, let everyone What is he talking talk. about this handshake? I never saw this supposed I mean, handshake between we're Joss. Every, we're not going to see everything. Because even, but Rogan said there was no handshake ever made between him and Kyle. So well, he I, didn't say Rogan, he said Joss. No, and he was Joss talking was to Rogan. The, no, he said Joss. So that's because Joss um, was the one that spoke up first. Did you not see that he was like, there was no handshake? I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, Rogan, I shook your hand. He did. He did say it about both of them. What I think happened uh, when I like break this down is that he made an agreement with Joss. And essentially, when you make an agreement with Joss, you make an agreement with Rogan. So 
Kyle probably thought I shook your hand when he said I shook Joss's hand, and that's you guys are the same person. Uh, the tribunal handled this uh, pretty interesting, you know, how they were kind of shocked and everything, but the interaction was was good. I liked it. I have always believed that the storyline has been played out. The love triangle is over. It's nothing that MTV wants to show anymore. It's you know, it's nothing. It's nothing new. I think that if somebody wasn't involved, Polly and Kyle actually would be alliance members in this Ooh, game. Like they actually, they actually get along. I feel like if Kara's not around, which maybe Why that's just me, that? because in the interview, Polly acknowledged that voting for Kyle is smart because Kyle is one of the most strategic players in this game. His social game is on par with the best. You know, he acknowledges how good Kyle is. I think that paired with like how good Polly is and daily challenges and everything and how aggressive he is, I think they'd work really well together. If there's, if Rivals 4 comes out next season and those guys are a pair, they're going to be one of the most deadly pairs around because they just, they yin and yang so well. I mean, spoiler alert. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> Wait, I think we're just talking Wait, about what? what the possibility is. I don't, I don't. I don't know. No, I don't, no, 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 no. It's oh, he doesn't so, watch the spoiler pages. No, no disclaimer. Want, want I, I don't know. Spoilers. Or, or no. So, I mean, here's the thing. I don't no, honestly think I think Polly is you think he's cool with Kyle, but I don't think that they're friends in any way, shape or form. No, because the thing I, I is, think... is no matter what, Kyle went after him in the first place. And the thing is, is with everybody saying, oh, it's because of Kara. It really isn't. It was because kyle went after Polly, and he's been going after Polly since the beginning so kyle and Polly are modern day johnny and west they're two players that respect each other's game because we've seen it numerous times where they've both all four of them give each other props but they will never work together they just they play two different games and at the end of the day they're going to do what's best for themselves as and i mean don't get me wrong i would love to see them on a rival season together same thing with johnny and west just to see how it plays out it'd be hilarious i i think them it's just like seeing like a marie and cara team they'll do what they'll do what it needs to be to survive but they won't be cool with each other when it when it ends honestly the ones i would want to see if there was like a rival season as much as i don't like her to see the dynamic is an amanda cara team up i'd rather see amanda camilla like if they're both if they're both gonna come back, be for that reason. Let's go ahead and move on to this elimination. So this elimination, it was physical, it was kind of a puzzle, but not really. Uh, it was mostly endurance. But let's go ahead and start with the girls' elimination. Esther kept it really, really close, but Georgia was able to get the win. What do you guys think of Esther's? Uh, what do you guys think of Esther's decision now, and how does she go out, Becky? I think Esther really proved how much heart she has because she really put her all into this elimination and actually could have won this um, because Georgia was really just not up to par. Like I expected her to blow her out of the water and she did nothing of the sort. So I think Esther went out like a beast and I really hope that she comes back because she showed that she's got the heart for this game. Bananas? I mean, I agree with Becky. I mean, especially with someone that volunteered to go in. She did a great job. I mean, although she didn't win, she proved a lot of people wrong. Like, going into this, I was like, you know what? 
it looked fair, but I feel like I've seen George be more physical, and especially in, in they've done similar stuff like this in competitions, and George was killing it, and Esther was like really nowhere to be found. So to see her come this close, it felt like really, it was a good way to leave, you know? Tyler. I actually, I don't know, I'm weird about this. Like, I think Esther, it's a great showing. It's a great farewell for her. Uh, her voting herself in and feeling confident going up against Georgia was proven and justified. I don't think Georgia was like a favorite in this because although Georgia has this endurance uh, I, it could be argued that Esther is probably physically stronger and can lift heavier weights than Georgia. So, I mean, in that aspect, Georgia was really getting slowed down by how heavy some of those items were. It, it was a great showing for both ladies. Georgia had the puzzle wrong, or whatever you want to call it, the ordering, and she panicked. And even though she panicked, she still found a way to come out with the W. Yes, definitely a great showing by the ladies. But the guys, whew, man, it looked really tough. Theo's lanky, Kyle's legs wasn't holding out. What do you make of the guy's elimination? Tyler. I mean, it all just came down to when you picked up the heaviest piece. Theo did it at the beginning, Kyle did it at the end, and that was the determining factor on who won this competition. Kyle was beat, you know? He was drained. He wasn't at 100% grabbing those final two pieces. Last time him and Theo went head to head, he wasn't at 100% in Hall Brawl, you know? And he got tired too quick in this elimination, and two seasons in a row, Theo sent him home. It was a great elimination, though. Uh, Running Riot was the name. It was, it, was, it was fun to watch. Surprised that Kyle was ahead at first, um, but then not surprised Theo just kind of persevered. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's Most Dangerous Podcast. So, Kyle getting bounced out again. He hasn't seen a final since his rookie season. Is, uh, did Kyle already peak? No. He's, he still has a lot going for him in this, in this um, season. He just got, he got fucked pretty much. No one really expected a big team format coming into the season. And pretty much, I don't think anyone besides... The main vets been on a big team season besides who? Johnny, Wes, Kara, and what, CT? I think those are the only, f- no, and Laurel. Those are the only, what, four or five that have been on a big team, which is cutthroat. So none of them have really experienced this type of game before. So you can't really fault anyone's strategy for this because it's all new to them. Like, they're all used to those pairs and singles games. And Kyle just got the short end of the stick. Got the shitty end of a stick. Dollar. <laughs> I mean, Kyle essentially is like uh you know when he first started the challenge he was that shiny new rookie quarterback in the nfl and nobody had any data on him so he was just dominating and tearing up the league in year one now everybody kind of can see what he does sees how he plays the game and 
he's made some bad choices on who he's hooked up with and then who he's disrespected and it's just kind of come full circle and it's just biting him in the biting him in the backside you know he's still got this potential to make a final he was set up with you know he didn't have enough cards to play the game that's all it was he was on a bad team with a divide within it that's just you know he didn't have enough cards becky I do think that he did end up on the wrong side of the team. Uh, had he been more on to the other side, I think he probably wouldn't have seen this elimination. Um, he just ended up choosing the wrong side with Bear and all of them. Uh, I think Kyle does have a lot of potential. No matter what, my dislike for him doesn't make me not see that he's a good competitor. Um, I don't know if he's going to make another final. He just keeps making these wrong decisions and it ends up biting him right in the ass, just like Tyler said. All right. So neither one of the UK winners, George and Theo, decide to become a turncoat and they both stay with Team UK. Um, good idea or bad idea? Bananas. Um, I think they both had to decide together. They couldn't split up. I mean, if they were going to make a choice, they had to do the same thing because if they're both joining Team UK, that gives them more comfort for each other. They've both joined Team US, which I think would have been the better choice because they then they would have the numbers by far. They would have they and they would have been winning too because that's like basically you're giving Team US their two best players. So and then honestly at that point what does production even do when you have it that big of a difference in teams? That's a good question. Probably end up going to the individual game a little bit sooner. I'm sure the challenge gods do have to make mid-season changes and can change things on the fly. I mean, there's no rule book here. Becky? Honestly, I wish that they had switched sides. I think it would have made everything a little bit more interesting because it would have caused the Team US to really implode. Um, and I honestly didn't even think about it until Tori was talking about it. Because, yeah, they would have been votes for the other side of the group and it would have tilted it very much in a way from Kara and Polly's alliance so it was probably not the smartest move but i think that they are loyal to their team and they just don't want to do it you know everybody is saying all on twitter and i'm sure people at the show were saying you need to switch teams kyle was even saying switch teams because you'd have the numbers but i think they made the right choice when you evaluate team uk if you're georgia realistically you can take on all the women there. Jenny might be a little stronger, but you're more conditioned. And Kaylee and Dee really aren't much of a threat to Georgia. You know, I would assume. Like, if I was going to put them head to head, I would take Georgia. Theo, same thing. Idris is not a threat. You could say that CT, depending on the game, is not a threat. Rogan is scared to go into elimination. Not saying that's wrong, but he's just so timid right now. And Joss has lost focus in elimination. So really, Theo and Georgia have the best field. If you go to Team USA and you have to go into elimination, there's so many bigger dogs over there that are so much better in eliminations. It'd just be best to avoid them for right now. Uh, yeah, so staying with Team UK was definitely the right move. Um, if they went ahead and went to Team US at this point, they would have the numbers, but barely. Remember, the final is going to have to be made up of both teams. 
that your whole team is not about to get knocked off. So whoever is the last, you know, the last three, four, maybe four or five on the team are probably going to see a final. At some point, Team UK, uh, Team US is going to have to be forced to knock off people on their own side. I mean, how much more lopsided can it get? This is going to have to turn individual more sooner than later, and they're probably going to be safer on Team UK. Do you think anyone's going to switch or no? Yes, somebody will switch because I feel like if nobody would have switched at all, production would have cut it out if nobody switched during the season. So I feel like somebody has to switch. Somebody um, also. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, somebody's going to switch, you're saying? No, somebody. You know, no, you're absolutely right. Somebody has to switch. Just think about it. In Team US, one side clearly has the numbers. And if they decide to start turning on their own team, think about it. Right now, Team US is kind of kumbaya. Everybody's cool. We're not going to throw in people on their team. But at some point, they're going to say, we have to start taking out our enemies as we get to, we're past a halfway point now. Now, this is a time where usually, traditionally, a Johnny in the West can start going at it. We cleared out all the wheat, all, all, all the fresh meat, and now it's time to start getting real. This is when you pick off your enemies. So if somebody like, um, like a Nani got thrown in to elimination, so her best interest is to go to Team UK. That's, so I, I have a question on that. If everybody here had to pick somebody from Team USA that you assume would turncoat, who would it be? Uh, I would say easily Nani, Zach, Tori, and Jordan. If they got thrown into elimination by Team US, they'll, they'll flip easy. Their chance would be way better on Team UK. What, having to go to elimination against a fucking Idris? That's it? I, 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 I think Jordan is the best candidate to switch just because... Well, the numbers. He's so... Well, the numbers, but he's so confident in himself that he's like, I'll go against anybody. But here's the biggest thing. We keep talking about if you go into a final with five people versus 10 people, there's more money to be had. Jordan's going to see that, you know, that investment in himself to make more money. And he's going to switch if that happens. And his chances to make the final goes up so much more. Josh, Rogan. I mean, all reality, as beastly as those guys are, Theo too. Oh God, I hate to say it. Depending on the game, Jordan could beat any of them. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's really, it's a toss up. Jordan is really good at a lot of things. He's really kind of a jack of all trades. So I can see him honestly beating them at any one of the games, as much as I hate to admit it because I cannot stand Jordan. I got to give him credit. There's a couple bananas. It's always that pressure of being the first person. Because when you're that first person, it, all the pressure's on you. And there's really only, I say, three to four people this season that have the egos to do it. And that's Shawnee, Wes, uh, Kyle and Bear. Those are the only four who I think would, wouldn't mind be. Oh, and sorry, five, Jordan. Those are the only five that I see wouldn't care and would switch regardless. They don't care if they're the first or the last, they'll do it. Anyone else, I feel like they're going to want to wait to see someone do it and see how it goes for them before they make their own big decision. I mean, I can easily see Tori jumping ship. If Jordan goes, then yeah, I can see Tori following. Oh, yeah. Well, because then Tori won't be the first. I can honestly see her doing it before him because honestly, she's got balls. I got to give, you know, got to tell Tori's got balls of steel. She'll jump. It's Jordan will have to Jordan will have to go first. Jordan literally flipped three kill cards going into elimination against Johnny Bananas in a challenge where he needed two hands. I already (laughs) said this on an earlier episode, but I mean, that's how ballsy. Literally, all it's going to take is like Polly to call out Jordan and say, you don't have balls. You can't switch and go win with Team UK. And Jordan's going to do it that moment. 
like I said, at some point, Team US is going to have to start turning on, on themselves. And once that happens, once it gets to the point where they start turning on themselves, whoever gets thrown into elimination, that's not what the car I call, is going to switch. All right, so that's the episode number eight, season 34, War of the Worlds 2. Thank you guys for listening. We see you guys next week. Stay tuned for the hit list. Uh, no power ranker today, guys. Make sure you stay tuned for the hit list. Should be out in a couple of days. Bananas, close us out. Uh, all right. Another great episode, Podsters. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Also, check out our website, lovewarchallenges.com. Make sure while you, you listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, to give us those five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, Potsters. Peace.